New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting Dr. Ellen Meredith, author of Your Body Will Show You the Way, Energy Medicine for Personal and Global Change. I'm speaking with Ellen at her home by remote connection. Welcome, Ellen, to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I'm really happy to be here speaking with you. I'm so happy to have you. Let's just start off with your understanding, just what is energy medicine and how does it differ from, let's say, Western medicine or maybe even alternative medicine? Okay, great. Well, basically, our bodies speak in two languages. They speak chemistry and they speak energy or subtle energy. And most of our Western medicine is rooted in the chemical communications of the body. You know, we we get a blood test to see what's wrong with our blood chemically, and then we take little white pills to address it. And even a lot of complementary medicine is chemically based, you know, with, with um, supplements and all of that stuff. But energy medicine is known in a lot of other cultures, and we're starting to, to learn it in ours, which is that the body, mind, and spirit are, are made of energy, and they're constantly communicating using energy. So energy medicine is just any modality that uses the energy communications of the body to heal or to create wellness. And that includes things like acupuncture and yoga and qigong, etc. But there's a contemporary form of energy medicine rising right now, um, pioneered by Donna Eden and others, And that's sort of the tradition that I'm working in of creating your own ability to work with your energies. Ellen, when you say that we're energetic beings, and this really goes to quantum physics, which is saying, hey, everything is energy. I've heard recently someone said, well, maybe we see our physical body because that's energy slowed down enough <laughs> to see it in a what we would call a physical form. But in reality, it's still swirling energy. So um, that's why I'm excited to talk to you about the optimum wellness as it informed by energy medicine. So how can we then access this optimum wellness using some of your ideas of energy medicine? Okay, that's a great question. And I think it starts with how you set it up, which is that if I see myself as a science project, I can't do much because I don't know enough about science. But if you understand that subtle energy isn't this neutral thing that it sounds like scientists are explaining even in quantum physics where you know there's things are swirling around and moving but in fact it has intelligence it has consciousness the subtle energies that make us up maybe are our consciousness expressing themselves in the physical dimension so when you say oh i'm not dealing with these these waves and things i don't understand i'm dealing with meaning and consciousness and 
I'm dealing with my own makeup and I'm using language as my understanding. We shift the paradigm to say, I know how to communicate. I know how to build a relationship. I know how to ask good questions or I can learn to ask good questions and allow answers to rise in my awareness. And so how I teach energy medicine, maybe the word medicine is a little misleading because we think of the little white pills. But it's really more about like maybe in the Native American sense of that's powerful medicine. What do we do to shift our energetic interplay and interrelationships and reality so that we get a very different result in our body, mind and spirit? So I teach people to awaken to the exchange of consciousness and meaning and knowing that is built into our entire fabric of being. It's not just thoughts in the head that that we get insights from. We have an internal guidance system built into every fiber of our being. So how do we activate that and get access to the source of knowing and wisdom that's built into the instrument? Are you saying that we can actually ask questions of our body? Hey, what do you need? And we can receive information, we actually have a dialogue with our bodies? Yes, absolutely. I call it energy dialogue or energy conversation. We absolutely can, but we need to know the language. If I drop you into a foreign country where you don't know the language, it's very hard to have a dialogue. But if you know the language, you can engage with the folks around you. And that's where we're at with our bodies is that we have not been taught how to communicate. And one of the reasons is that our culture says, what's wrong and how can I fix it? That's the primary question when you go to the doctor or anywhere else. What's wrong? How do I fix it? What's wrong? How do I fix it? And it gives you lots of good information about what's wrong. But it doesn't really give you the information about what's needed. What can I cultivate? Who's in there that needs to be heard? You know, how can I relate differently to you? What can happen in this moment that will shift the energy dynamic or shift how I feel. And when we ask better questions, we get better answers. And so part of what I do in my book is start looking at how do I approach myself, not as something wrong that I can get a right answer to, but as a situation I can investigate, I can tune in, I can explore, I can learn over time. I don't have to get the right answer all at once. Like a good conversation, we don't plunge in and say, oh, tell me your heart's deepest truth right away. We say, hey, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? What's up? You know, And we reveal little bits to each other and build trust. And as we build that trust, we deepen into relationship. We have experiences and each experience deepens our ability to relate to that other person. And I think we owe it to ourselves to build that kind of relationship with ourselves in an ongoing way. All right. We have an experience. So you're talking about we build on an experience. You said something about in even in natural medicine or alternative medicine, there might be a lot of supplements. Oh, yeah. And so we might be taking lots of supplements. Maybe we need some and maybe we don't. So if we're not feeling well, and we suspect it might be, I'm just giving this as an example, it might be, maybe we're taking something, St. John's wort or something else that we're feeling it's not right. What is a way we can test to find out 
if the supplements we're taking are beneficial for us. And, and secondly, when we tune into that and start to shift how we take that medicine or, or stop taking that medicine and we see, oh, I'm feeling better, then that's that experience you're talking about. Right. Well, first of all, I'm going to back off a little from that question and then answer it in a moment in that we're very oriented to something's wrong. I've got to pop a pill. That's the script from our culture. And when you go into naturopathic or other forms of medicine, which have lovely, lovely tools, that same mentality prevails of something's wrong. We need inputs. And that begs the question of what are the dynamics that are causing the body to scream at us? What are the dynamics that are creating the symptom or the owie or the the clogging of energies that we're trying to address? And because we learn that we think we have to pop a pill to change it, we don't say, well, what happens if I stretch and open up space for energies to move? What happens if I sing to my stomach ache and bring in a note that can just release that clenched energy? What happens if I feel really tense and have a tension headache and I look at a beautiful purple-blue wall and let that color just seep into me and shift the energy of what my head is doing right now? If we don't ask the question of what can I do to create the conditions I want to be experiencing then we we are dependent on the pill to tell us. And because we always think of inputs, inputs, that begs the question of, can this body even metabolize those pills? And I've had people come in and I say, bring in the supplements that you're taking so we can look at how your body likes them. And they'll come in with 300 pills that they're taking and these big yellow bags under their eyes because they've got vitamin poisoning because they think I need to feel good. I feel bad. So the more I take, the better. And I need these inputs because what if I don't have them? And I think we have to get off that and say, no, before we go to what do I take in from out there? What am I doing with what's in here? What am I doing moment by moment with my breath, with my posture and how I move my body, with how I talk to myself and what I seek out for entertainment or for nourishment? How do I deal moment by moment with being a creature? And is that working or am I ignoring that it's not working and trying to get a pill to undo what is in fact a dynamic of how I use my energies? So my book is much more focused on how do energies move and interact and relate and how can we cultivate wellness from within so we don't need to be asking, do I need this pill? Now, sometimes a supplement is very helpful and I do teach an energy Um, medicine test or two that you can do to assess it. But um, I really encourage people to not go to the pill. That's the socialized mind saying, I need a pill to say, what am I not looking at that I need that I think the pill will do? I mean, do I really need a vacation on a beach somewhere and I'm taking the pill because I can't have the vacation? Do I really need a big hug from somewhere, but I'm taking the pill because I can't calm down otherwise? What is it that I'm really yearning for, needing, wishing were there, um, have too much of, you know, because sometimes we take the pill, but it's a matter of release and all the pills in the world won't get you to release as well as some gestures of release. So I teach people to make up gestures that do what they need. 
I love what you're saying. And you've just mentioned like four items other than taking a supplement or taking a pill. You say stretch. That was one. Then you said sing. That's another. Then you went to one of my favorites, color therapy. Taking therapy through the eyes, through colors as therapy. And then the last one that you mentioned, and it's so part of us, go out into nature, go lay down on the earth or go hug a tree or sit on the beach and listen to the waves. So those are alternatives to us just popping a pill, right? Right. And it's so funny because we totally believe that I can pop this anonymous white pill and change how my body functions. But we still have doubt that I can change how I use energy and change how my body functions. We still say, what is this energy medicine? And, you know, does it really work? And yet it's, you know, we have that leap of faith with the little white pill. We have to come back to where is our faith in our own body as an instrument. So the language of energy is more than what I just said. Those four things are just small parts of the language of energy. You know, it is vision, it is sound, it is movement and gesture. It is anything that encapsulates meaning, imagery and symbols. It is rhythm and knowing things directly and intuition and radar and all the ways that we know to operate in the world, and a lot of it is instinctual, we need to be conscious that those are our medicines too. And that's a a much better medicine cabinet than the drawer full of supplements, which are both expensive. And the problem with a pill is if you need it right now and you take it, that's great. But then it does its job. It's a messenger. So it gives the message to the body. And then 10 hours later, it's still giving the same message and your body's going, I know, I know, I got it, I got it. And the next day, it's still shouting at the body and your body's going, okay, already. And that's why we have all these side effects. They're not really side effects. They're the fact that there's not subtlety in inputs. When you take a pill or a drug, it's not subtle. Whereas a momentary energy interaction can be just what you need in that moment. And then you move on to something else. Oh, Ellen, you have just expanded our cabinet of wellness. Thank you so much for being with us on the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a delight. I've been speaking with Dr. Ellen Meredith, the author of Your Body Will Show You the Way, Energy Medicine for Personal and Global Change. And to find out more about her work, go to ellenmeredith.com. And she spells her last name M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H, ellenmeredith.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you'll find over 1,700 programs in its archive. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe. And I invite you, please, to... Join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org.
New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.